Okay, we are back, not for just a regular episode, but this is the Elite Coaches Series. Now, you guys know what that means. This means that me and my team look through hundreds of guests all over the world, and we narrow it down to a few people, and they make it into the Elite Series based on several different criteria, their ability to influence, to help, um, and the work that they're doing, the meaningful work that is going to change the world. Um, my next guest, without further ado, is Daniel West. She's a very humble person, trauma disassociation specialist, certified EDMR. She's currently working in a nonprofit organization in Texas, as well as teaming up with other programs to help the workforce. She's got something brewing. She's got a book coming out. And I can tell you guys, so far, I feel like this is going to really help a lot of people out there that are suffering. It's going to be a one-stop shop. And we're going to get into all of that. But we're also going to be talking about, you know, what the future looks like in healthcare and mental health and trauma. Because let's face it, nobody wants to really go to a doctor or a therapist because why? It, It costs money and it's broken. The insurance and waiting in you know, trying to get appointment and all these things. It just doesn't work anymore. There has to be a better way. There's more people depressed and dealing with anxiety than ever before in history. What does that tell you? What is what is going on in our mental health system and why isn't there anything in place? Well, my next guest, Danielle West, is, is definitely going to shed some light on that and the secrets to maintaining health after trauma. So you guys, sit back, relax, and listen to this episode, and she has a lot of good things to say, but I also want to let you guys know that obviously this is not medical advice for anyone. If you're having any mental health issues, definitely see a qualified health care provider or a therapist to take care of that. But I feel that you'll take a lot away from this episode. So with that said, let's go ahead and get started. You're listening to the On Call Show. We are back, but not just for another episode. One of the Elite Series episode with my favorite guest in the world, uh, Daniel West. Uh, Danielle is a trauma disassociation specialist and certified at EDMR. She's very passionate, guys, about what she does with mental health. And we are going to be diving into the secrets of maintaining health after trauma. She is actually uh, an author and she just uh, has a book out, which we're going to dive into more. I think it's very important that we talk about that. So stay tuned for that. Um, But also we're going to be talking more about how to, what to look for in the future and what's coming for people that are trauma victims. And today we're going to give some excellent resources. And again, um, Danielle, welcome back to the Call Empath. And you certainly deserve to be in the Elite Series. How you doing? I'm doing great. And it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, it's an honor to really have a, a platform to speak about what my passion is, and that is mental health. Yes. And you are in the forefront of that. You've been up to a lot of things, which I'll get to in a little bit, but if you could just kind of recap 
uh, a little bit about what you do with your clients. I know um, you have a practice that's thriving. Can you talk to us a little bit about that for the audience? Mm-hmm. Well, I do. I do have a practice and um, I focus, my focus is on helping empower people to take all of their power back that might've been felt like it was taken from them mm-hmm. and recapture it and allow that nervous system to come back alive. And there's a way to do that. There's, there are many things, different kinds of elements that you can use to help your nervous system to come back on, to help your left and your right hemisphere of your brain integrate together to find life into today. And that is my primary concern is helping people uh, obtain the goals that they want and feel alive in 2021. Yes. And you do a very good job at that, but you were also at one point, uh, going through trauma yourself. So I wanted to start off by asking you, you know, how did your conviction to stop um, your own trauma disorder to help you? And what did it look like? Oh, yeah, I would say I just got so irritated about being put into a box. I felt like my whole life, I kept being put into one box and then to another, but all these boxes never really explained who I really was. It didn't explain my symptoms. It didn't explain everything. And then it would keep me stuck in this like genetic, just stronghold. And what was interesting is I just kept fighting back. And the way I did it was with research. So I was researching things such as schizophrenia, bipolar, all trying to match what in the world was going on with me. Mm-hmm. And in, I was in deep in my studies. Uh, I was studying to be a surgeon in 2021. That didn't continue. <laughs> but uh, in 2021, the Nobel Prize was given for uh, a thing called cyclins. I was studying the biology of the cancer cell. Mm-hmm. Why the cancer cell continues to replicate when the DNA is damaged because biologically it's not supposed to. And so what we were seeing was, is it the cancer cell that is the issue or is it the environment around it? Mm-hmm. And in 20, uh, in 2001, we found out it was this thing called cyclins, these proteins that would continue to allow the, ci- the cell to replicate when it's not supposed to. And at the same time, I was studying genetics. And so I was like, okay, well, why can't the same thing be true with genetics? Maybe we can turn genes on and off based on the material around the genetic stuff. How can I do that? So I started to do different things that I thought would help. Okay, if I have a gene that is for depression, is there something that I can do environmentally to fight off that depression? Can I get in the sunshine? Can I do something opposite? And I noticed when I started to take power in what I was doing, that my symptomologies would dissipate. They'd continue to go down. I could get off medication. I could do all of these different things. And I wanted other people to be able to see that they could do that too. And it was more about the epigenetics around the genetic makeup than the genes themselves, just like with the cancer cell. It's not so much about the cancer cell. It's what's going around the environment and how we can change that. So the replication stops. Yes. Wow. That's, that's very technical stuff. I mean, it, and uh, I mean, just for the average person, just to wrap their brain around that's there's a lot going on there, but um, I wanted to just kind of pivot um, to the next point. You decided to 
kind of take matters into your own hands. If, I mean, just from talking to you, um, you know, previously before this episode, you decided you wanted to make a change and I'm glad that I'm actually having you on this podcast to document this. So guys, this is the part you have to really listen to because you are looking to change the whole face of trauma by not just by being an author, but, but putting out a book that is essentially bringing a resource to the trauma victim. Correct. I mean, um, basically you're like printing a book that's going to help the masses. Can you kind of describe what that book is to our audience? And I know that you have a Spanish version as well. So if you can kind of enlighten us. So, you know, the, the question I think from an, to an author is why did you write this book? And it's not a why I, it was a, uh, I felt I had to, and that's a lot of things in my life of noticing when I've gone back and I've done my own introspection, what am I good at and how can I have that go to my purpose and something I've done my entire life which I thought was really peculiar. For instance, in the third grade, I would save all of my math notes <laughs> just in case I needed to teach somebody these things. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so we have this mentality within ourselves to want to teach. Fine. So I noticed that since uh, 2001, I started saving all of the materials that I have. And what I did with that is I tried to compile it into something that was like a spark note because there's so much information. Like you said, recovery sometimes seems so untouchable because it's just so unknown. Well, I tell you what, it, it can be known. And so what this does is it organizes all of those different materials and takes it down into just a way that we can digest it just for today. Mm-hmm. open up and just for today and it gives trauma uh survivors or heroes the ability to change things within themselves which is going to help change the environments around them which is going to change the environments of our world mm-hmm. if we can change the environment within ourselves can't we change the world just like our genetics if we can change our genetic expression it's going to change what happens within our body If we can change one person, what can it do to our society? And that is really what I wanted to help with. If I can save all of these things and I can help more, why not? And that's something I noticed when I went to India, not being able to help those Mm -hmm. that I wanted to. How can I do this? I can't do it with just being, but I can do it using the gifts that I know that I have. That's brilliant. Like, I mean, just changing our environment will make wonders. Unfortunately, right now with the state of the world, the way it is, a lot of people that are tuning into this podcast, particularly the people that I've talked to, they, they've kind of given up because they've tried everything. Um, And those of you guys are tuning in today and listening. um, There is something here. And so I want to hear from you that what would you say to somebody who's saying to you, like, what's the difference between your book and what you're doing versus other that differentiates you from other trauma resources out there? I should say, if you can kind of explain that. 
what my what this resource is is it's like taking all of the resources and actually I shouldn't say all because it's not all but a lot of those resourcing and bringing it all to like just into one thing yeah so yes dbt can be helpful but not all the time right okay so that's in there meditation can be helpful but not all the time breathing can be helpful mm. but not all the time EDMR. Everything can be yes. helpful, but if it's in the wrong time, it's not helpful. And yes. so what this book does, this resource, I really like to think of it more as, is it gives you all of these different ways that, or avenues that you can go down towards your recovery. It gives you uh, exercises, all different things, and it can be used in a group setting. Something I noticed when I worked in hospitals is when you have a partial hospitalization or an intensive outpatient programming, the organization is sometimes not there. And when you don't have organization, I find that to be hard for the people in the program, but it's mm -hmm. also hard for the clinician ourselves. And so this resource really helps people to have a clear direction on where to go and what we are doing and giving them mm -hmm. the chance to try new things out and in a safe environment. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Guess what? We're learning something new tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I love what you're doing. I love the passion behind it. And it does make sense. Um, but in your opinion, and I'm going to give you a scenario with everything that's going on, um, just with our mental health system, we all know it's kind of broken. We know you, you have to go to somebody and hopefully they have something for us to to heal and there's just so many modalities and and so my question to you is what do you think is the next step for helping our society um and why is that important at this stage in our lives especially after covid and all this stuff that people are at home probably not working depressed anxious has all these mental health issues what would you say to that we need to take the stigma of mental health away. I find it really interesting. I was at this uh, meeting the other day. There was uh, the, the Workforce Commission brings out the numbers every single year. And they showed that the numbers for 2020, there were more people that were disabled working than abled. Isn't that more. crazy? Okay. So that's telling me that we need to change. These people are gifted. They were the ones helping our society stay alive. And if they're the ones that were helping us stay alive, why aren't we thanking them? Why aren't we asking them, how, how are you able to do this? Yeah. We need to bring more resilience into our society because we're, we're going to get hit with things coming at us, mm -hmm. but we don't have to fall. We can rise again mm -hmm. and we can be there. And the thing is, is COVID, all of this stuff has really broken our connections. Yeah. And there's a lot of studies out there about how we were made for connection. Our nervous systems were. And if we want to continue down this path of resilience, we need to bring those connections back. In 2020, there was an actual stat done that said that 78% of adults were suffering from stress. 24% of those were uh, extreme stress. And from what we know, every generation, the stress level goes up. Okay. If we want to change this as adults, as I'm a parent, 
I don't want this for my kids. Mm-hmm. I can, I can take the power and I can make sure that I am consciously aware of my feelings and I am calm so that I can pass that calmness and that environment to my children. I have the power within me and other parents have the power, but I can't give it to them. They have to grab it themselves. Yeah. That's so powerful. I mean, it starts with one person and, you know, just, you know, it's scary what's coming in the future, but I'm hopeful for a lot of things that are going on, especially I'm excited, the stuff that you're doing and you're working on. And, you know, if it catches on and, and people really look at the stuff that you're doing, it's, it's going to definitely change the world, but it starts with one person and then it just kind of blooms in, into something bigger. But I feel right now, the way the mental health um, system is in this country and people try to avoid going to the therapist, you know, they, they avoid going to the doctor because there's so much, I mean, not just the insurance and the cost of seeing somebody, but just if someone's hurting, what resources do they really have, you know, to, to better themselves without worrying about going to somebody being vulnerable and hoping that one of their methods work where you're covering all spectrums in one one place. And I, I love that. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think that that's necessary that we don't have to, if we're going to take the, the stigma of who's right and wrong away, and we just start finding out what's right in general or wrong in general, then we ourselves as people need to figure that out and take it back. And we can have our own groups. We can have peer support groups that this resource has. We can Mm -hmm. use this in um, different uh, systems that might not have it that are, for instance, the reason I did it with Spanish is because I see so much with the uh, immigrants that come up through Texas and how we're trying to put them into the workforce and yeah. we're doing all of these things, but we're not doing anything about the actual trauma that they went through to get here. And if we want to invest into our country or into our society, we need to to invest Mm -hmm. into people's mental health so they can be the good worker, so that they can be the good spouse. So not to get off topic real quick, but I know being in Texas, um, I mean, I see on the news a lot and and I wanted to ask you firsthand, I know there's some issues with the border and and there's a lot of people trying to come in um, and they've interviewed people right at, you know, on the border. And a lot of them are not happy. They have strong stances. Um, They feel like they shouldn't get any help while other people are like, come on, these are human beings. We have to help them. What's, what would you say it's the, the environment or the atmosphere in your state? What is that? What's that look like? It's very broken. It's very, you know, it feels almost like a civil war where there's some people that want to help. There's some people that don't, they don't know what it is. They don't know how to bring it together. Um, So I find it to be just sorrowful. Um, I don't know what the answer looks like to help um, these people, or even we have refugees from Afghanistan here also. Mm. So I don't know what the answer is. politically for funds, but I do know that this is something that can be done nonprofit wise, right? This is something that a nonprofit can jump in and help with mental health. I've also uh, interviewed people coming up and 
it's it's horrific. The stories are absolutely horrific. And if we really want to be a, a caring country, we need to act on that. Right. Acting on that is empathetically mm-hmm. caring and showing empathy. And this resource allows empathy and empathy mm-hmm. allows the healing necessary for the nervous system to operate at its optimal speed. Yeah, very well said. And I also think, I mean, before we can move forward in this country, not to get off topic, but I feel that there's a, there is a divide. I mean, especially people with trauma in particularly, like you said, there's more people trying to work that may be disabled or, you know, they may have PTSD more in the workforce, but like people still have their, they don't look at them as equal, you know, even though, like you said, they're, they're holding up a lot of jobs and they're trying their best. I I think we have to first get everybody on the same wavelength, but I think there is a divide that, that needs to um, get taken care of, but I love what you're doing with your movement and your book and, and all of that. So let me just ask you point blank. What is your secret to maintaining health after travel? Oh, realizing every day is a new day and that I have my own personal responsibility to take care of all of myself each day. So every day that I wake up, I need to take care of myself, (laughs) make sure that I'm grounded, make sure that I have exactly what I need to do. Um, I mean, what I do is a lot because I I have... um, different conversion issues. So my nervous system's a little off. It's not completely caught up. And so sometimes if I have a tension, I need to talk to that tension because our innermost thoughts are really physical objects. And so I'm able to do that and then work. Right. So that I don't bring it into my work area. I find that the best types of therapists or even professionals are those that are grounded and they are able to keep their own energy right there. And yeah. so I just, I daily, I, I keep an open mind and I'm, I'm willing to work on myself every single day because I realize it's a journey. You know, I'm, I'm never going to be where I want to be, but can I be happy with where I am now? And that's my choice. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. And um, I mean, you are one of the best and that's why I wanted to do this elite series with you and invite you to potentially start a movement and people could look back on this episode and know that <clears throat> you started this, this is where your vision was. And then hopefully in the future, I'm sure you're going to make a big impact in this world, but it starts with one person. And that's why I really look up to you and, and I really think you're deserving of, of being in the elite series and, and you, you're really good at what you do. So thank you so much. It's been such an honor for you to be here on the podcast, but before we take off, um, if you could just tell us the audience where we can find you, your book and anything that you might be doing. I know you have a five week course that you're, you're doing as well. Mm-hmm. Can you just kind of fill us in on, cause I know you're super busy and So I just want to kind of pick your brain and just tell us what you're up to next. Yes, I have lots of ideas. (laughs) Uh, 
it's trying to narrow them down and, and ordering them in the right proper right. direction. Uh, so the, the book is called Mind Body Trauma Recovery, a five week structured program. And that can be found on Amazon um, in a few weeks. And it's also in Spanish. It can also be a, an ebook. And mm -hmm. I am working on a course to uh, really extrapolate. So think of this as the spark notes. I wanna make a course that just dives into each one of them extremely deep uh, so that it can be used for therapists, the layman, for any and everybody. <laughs> I love that. One-stop shop, guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because we all speak the same language. Let's stop trying to act like we don't. Exactly. We're all, we're all the same. We, we, we bleed the same blood and we're just, you know, and that's what I think to move forward, we need to embrace that. So I, I love that. I think that's going to really change the world. So keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. I, I don't have a choice. I have to keep going. <laughs> yes. Well, you're always welcome back and I'd love to collaborate with you in the future and check back how your book is doing maybe doing a follow-up in, in a little bit, just to kind of tell us maybe a little bit more about your book. Cause I'm, I'm very interested in it. So all the links and all the bio will be in this uh, show notes. So you guys check her out, check out her Instagram, very inspirational. So thank you, Danielle, for being a part of this elite series. Let me end this on a quote that I love and it Absolutely. lets me go every day. It's uh, MLK uh, Jr. So Martin Luther King Jr. And he says, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, do not stop moving forward. And that's recovery, guys. It's not if we can fly or crawl. It's we just got to keep moving forward. Guys, I hope you really hurt, felt that. And I need to take that in consideration. I always end it with always keep moving forward with all my episodes. So that really hit me. So thank you so much again. And uh, like I said, you're always welcome back. All right. Thank you. I will be back. All right. Excellent. And guys, don't forget to share this with a friend or a family member or somebody that might be going through some sort of trauma. It would really help me out. And also, if you're looking for coaching one-on-one, -on -one, I am giving free sessions. So look in the bio, reach out to me, let me know if you have any questions for me, or if you even have questions for Danielle, let me know and we'll make sure we answer to you and get back. So with that said, always keep moving forward. Stay tuned for the next episode. You're listening to the On Call Impact.